Joe presents Swanee's Cricket Show, together with Rubicon. Together with Rubicon, I'm Nick Bright, he's Graham Swan. Yes, I am. Come on, Swanee. Come on, just moves. Look at him. Look at him. Because we, we, we are here every week throughout the World Cup and the Ashes, uh, bringing you all the stories from the world of cricket. Looking behind the curtain, but let's get sat down, let's get comfortable. <sighs> because we're going to get into more detail in a few moments' time. But Swanee, I want to start by asking, what have you made of the World Cup so far? It's been awesome. Well, it's been up and down, hasn't it? it England, has South Africa, the oh, Oval. One of the best games I've seen in a long time. England putting down a firm shout-out to the rest of the world. We're going to win this whole thing. And then Pakistan coming and spoiling the party oh. yesterday. I know, unbelievable. But it's going to be great. We've got a great guest on today as well, Josh Piers, and he's South what African. He's I mean, a South African, and Bangladesh beat the South Africans, and I can't wait to get stuck into him about that. I love it how you're, you're basically slating our guest before he's even out here. <laughs> yeah, well, before he's got the right to reply, basically. That's what I was going down the line. What's of. been the moment of the tournament so far? Standout moment? Probably Ben Stokes. Ben Stokes taking that Stokes. unbelievable one-handed catch above his head. It's the best catch I've ever seen. In the flesh. Well, do you know what? I don't know if the producers have told you this yet today, but we're going to try and recreate that at some point today. They did tell me. That's why I put shoes on this week. <laughs> I had flip-flops last week. Nearly lost a foot, thanks to you and Wazim Akram. Nothing to do with me. He's been banging on about this all week, I tell you. I banging on about it. But that would be fun. I wanted to big up Bangladesh as well, because I brought them up last week with you and Isha, and uh, you guys kind of not laughed me out of the place, but you were kind of like, yeah, they'll be also rans. Did the business, mate. They looked good as well. They did. They're looking like the real deal these days. I mean, they used to be a minnow. I'm, and people still look at them like that. But they beat big teams along the way mm. now. They beat England 2015, albeit a rubbish England team in 2015. But they beat a good South African team this week. And they're, they're, they're a very skillful one-day team. So yeah. they'll probably beat England now. We're losing to Pakistan. <laughs> We're going to go over know, that in I've, a bit, I've gone right. from up here to down there. <laughs> I'm, I'm no plain sailing. Not for England, no. We're either highs or lows, aren't we? All right, should we get our guests out so we you can finally do. rip him do. in the flesh? Yes, please. All right, OK. Well, this guy, he has got more followers than some religions, I'm being told. He's a former South African <laughs> the, cr- most religions, the most religions. The most religions. Turned social media star. Make some noise for Josh Peters, everyone. Oh, Josh! Good to see you, mate. Lovely to see you guys. First things first, what a massive geezer he is. I know. Yeah. I know. I used to send them down. Offspin. No, I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) It was soon. Um, What have you made of the World Cup so far, Josh? You enjoyed it? It's been awesome, yeah. I always love it when a tournament's hosted in somewhere like England, because as you were saying earlier, there's so many different followings for all the teams here. It's such a sort of multicultural country with loads of different fans. I mean, at the South African game, there were loads of South Africans there. Well, if they played yet, South Africa. We did. We actually (laughs) played against England and Bangladesh, and we've uh, (laughs) come up short in both. But um, it's been absolutely incredible, except for South Africa's uh, current run of form. Yeah. Swanee, I wanted to ask you, actually, what's it like when you're playing in, in your home country against a team like um, uh, Pakistan or in India who have got a massive following here? And it's almost like you're playing a home game, but the home fans yeah. are outnumbered. What's well, that like? It, it, the one time I remember it being really over the top, we had a T20 game in the T20 World Cup that was played in England against India, at the uh, Lords, sorry, during the warm-ups as we were just running around the ground. I remember being next to Ryan Sidebottom 
And he's going, oh, I hate this. Listen to him. I'm being booed by my own crowd. <laughs> and honestly, these lads with, with thick Yorkshire accents and not Cockney accents in India just go, hey, you England, no, you get stuffed. Come on, India. It was unbelievable. So that's the one time I really remember it. So it can spur you on, actually. Okay. But it is weird. I mean, I was commentating yesterday at Trent Bridge. That's my home ground. And it's normally, you know, the most. Quaint sort of, oh, well played England. Yeah. Yeah, well done, well done. It was a sea of green. All the cab drivers, hello boys, who give me free rides in, in Nottingham, all the Pakistani cab drivers, you like cricket? Yes, man! <laughs> I get free rides everywhere. They were all there yesterday and they were screaming for Pakistan. The atmosphere was incredible, so... How much does it affect you, like, you've obviously played in front of big crowds, when the crowd are giving you a go, assuming in Australia it would probably be the worst, how much does that affect you as a, as a player? It can do. I mean, we used to, when we played for England, we used to send Jonathan Trott down to the boundary. Yeah. Because he'd have a go back at me in Australia, especially. Yeah, he was, quite, he was quite a loose cannon, yeah. wasn't he? He's, He's South, South African. African. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't control it. <laughs> honestly. <laughs> but you see, it was like turning the gas on. You know, most people, you have a few words out and you see him going over in the head and see him slowly build up. Trotty, mm. just DEFCON 5. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> ah, shut up. I'll kill you. Ah, I can see you, huh? <laughs> so it was great. But I used to feel it slipped, stay as far away from it as possible because it used to wind me up. Yeah, it got to you. Yeah, it did. What's the worst thing a fan's ever said to you, you know, if you've been fil um, well, you know, filled in in the deep? I've not really had anything bad. I had one funny one in New Zealand. I used to wear 66 on my shirt before Joe Root stole it. <laughs> Root 66. He it said that, you said that oh, last week. It should have been said... Root 1. I'll say it every week. You're a thief, Joe Root. You're a thief. <laughs> Plagiarists. Um, but I had 66 on. I was in New Zealand and this bloke went, hey, where's the other six? You beast. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a compliment, yeah, though. Exactly. That's I, the I most typical New decent. Zealand sledge <laughs> you could get. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. <laughs> Did you have a comeback? No, I just give him a. <laughs> no, the, the worst abuse I got from the crowd, I had a Borovos thrown in, in, South in, in, uh, in Bloemfontein. Yeah, it hit me, on the, hit me on the neck and fell on the floor next to me. And I, I left it for a minute and think, what do you do here? You can either listen to what your skipper and Astro saying is saying, ignore the crowd, or pick it up, take a bite, and win the crowd <laughs> over. So, of course, I picked it up, took a bite, and got a massive roar. Oh, I swear, you're my hero! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was feeling so smug about two minutes later, the same voice from the crowd. Hey, Swan, did you enjoy your bull of us, man? I turned around and went, yeah, cheers, mate. It was great, because I marinated it in my piss. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my one-day international I, debut as well. I feel like well. you're painting South Africa in a very no, bad no, no, light. No, I love South Africa. You know I love South Africa. <laughs> well, well, sticking with South Africa, I wanted to ask you, what is it like in the dressing room trying to come back from a, a, a shocker losing against a so-called minnow? It's pretty hard, actually, because it's embarrassing more than anything. I mean, I don't think South Africa lose to Bangladesh or England lose to Pakistan is like when England lost to, say, Ireland mm. in the World Cup, because that was a yeah. result that no-one saw coming. Fair play to Ireland. They outplayed us on the day, or one guy outplayed us, but that was just embarrassing. You're in the dressing room, and all you can think is, we're going to get lambasted for this. Yeah. We're going to have the piss taken out of us. This is going to well, be... I feel like for England, it's the worst, because the press for the English cricket team or yeah, any English hard. sport team yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, Jason Roy's getting a load of like, flack today for dropping a catch. He's yeah. one of the best fielders we've ever had. And yeah. yeah, he dropped a catch he'd never normally drop. But all of a sudden, it's, oh, Roy dropped a catch and then played a bad sweep shot. As if not China on which is nonsense, really. What about things like players-only meetings? Because I hear about stuff like this all the time, where it's like, you know, it's not been going well, so the players, we're going to get together and we're going to have a meeting without any of the coaches, so there's no judgment. Do they actually work, or is it just all a load of ball? 
I don't know, we never had those. Or no. if they did, you weren't involved in Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't get a call up. That was absolutely it. <laughs> uh, meeting without Swan. Yeah. Yeah. He is just going to you know distract what? us. You know what? I reckon that did happen a few times. <laughs> oh, of course it did. Every team's got like an inner forum, I think, where they meet and yeah. discuss things. Oh, 10 and not you. <laughs> you, were, <laughs> you were most definitely just in charge of fines, and that's about I'm, it. I'm that guy, aren't you, I? Were you the I'm fines the... master? <laughs> yeah, I was in charge of fines. Have you fed him then? I, 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 he's, he's not being fed anything. I know, you definitely were. The thing is, with South Africa losing their first two games, obviously it's really not ideal, but the only kind of bit of hope I'm taking from it is in all previous World Cups, South Africa have won just about every game and then gone out in the quarterfinals or semifinals. So maybe, just maybe in this World Cup, they'll lose their first couple it of games and, go on, and just start winning everything now, beat India and go on to win the whole World Cup. Genuinely, do you think they can recover, though? Absolutely not. No, <laughs> no, I think they can. They've got a strong team. The only thing I can't understand is why they keep electing to bowl first. At the opening ceremony, I have a bit of a starstruck moment. I was speaking to Michael Clark, and I was like, this is yeah, cool. Not bad. First Graham Swan, Michael Clark. It's all going great for me. And he we was paid saying... him to say that. We fed him that one. <laughs> no, I love this. Josh knows his cricket. Trust <laughs> me, we'll get to this in a minute. He was saying that he'd had a look at some of the pitches and he said you'd be crazy not to bat first at this World Cup. All the pitches are brilliant and you want to get batting first and setting a good target. Absolutely. And in almost every game bar the West Indian game, the score has been over 300, I think, for the team batting first. Yeah. And England lost chasing, South Africa have lost twice chasing. I don't understand why Fuff keeps sending no. us into ball I reckon first. it's something that will you know, happen a lot more now. People say, actually... I will bat first. Because scoreboard pressure really does matter in bigger tournaments. Like the World Cup, there is a, a strange pressure, an external pressure yeah. that doesn't exist in bilateral competition. So, yeah, I reckon teams will start saying, yes, yeah, scoreboard pressure really does work. It worked for Pakistan yesterday. They got the first four wickets, shots that would never normally get people out for the English. It was only Josh Butler and Joe Root who didn't succumb to it. Despite them both getting hundreds, we couldn't win the game. So I reckon a lot of teams will bat first from now on. Yeah, I mean, it was close, though. You know, it was a good game. Yeah. It was close, but it wasn't as close as it seems. As soon as Josh Butler got out, realistically, yeah. England was stuffed yesterday. Isn't it strange? Is that just a mental thing? Do you think once a batsman gets to 100, invariably they tend to go out, out very soon after? Is it all that concentration just gets to 100? Obviously, the team is put first, but as a batsman, I think you they just take more risks because you're trying to get yeah. that 100, yeah. aren't you? And then after that, you're a bit like, well, I've got my 100 now. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. for it a bit more. And then... well, normally, I'd say yes, but yesterday, I reckon both Joe Root and Josh Butler, it was... Coincidence. That they did, they didn't then. change anything at all. It was the same shots they've been playing. Yeah. But it was freaky how they both got caught yeah. by the same fielder in the same position. Yeah. I was like rubbing my eyes thinking, no, 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 this ain't happening. Yeah. But for me, as an England fan, while Josh Butler was bad, sorry, as an impartial commentator on the television, <laughs> um, while Josh was batting, I thought, we're winning this. We still need 100 yeah. off 11 overs. Yeah. And Joe got out and I thought, it doesn't matter, Josh is there. Yeah. The second he got out, my heart sank. Just as much, yeah, every, every instinct inside me said, we ain't doing this now. And yeah. oddly, Moen Ali was looking a bit out of form at He's the moment. He's not a lower-order hitter, Moen You don't Ali. think? Never yeah. has been. He's always been a top-order. He bats really well at the top of the order. He had a great game, bowled beautifully, yeah. 350. Nice to see an off-spinner doing well. <laughs> <laughs> off-spinners will one day rule this planet, I'm telling you, Rocket. I'm telling you. But hang on, before, before, before we find out about your career, Josh, because I want to I wanna find out you've got an interesting backstory and also yeah. what you're doing now. Just on that, about Moen Ali, where do you think he should be in the batting lineup then? It's tricky, because it's, it's basically the only place he can bat. Unless you send him up to number three and like just say tee off, but because he's in for his bowling, but it's just after Joss, you've got that many good batsmen down to like number seven that you shouldn't have to rely on eight, nine, ten. Yeah. The one time it might work for Mo, then great. So you can't put him up the order. It's just that we'd lost that many wickets that by the time Mo was in, people still expect us to nearly win the game. 
and he's not a lower-order hitter, so... Yeah. yeah. But we didn't have anyone else who was a lower-order hitter anyway. Yeah, yeah I mean, to be fair to him, he came in at a time that was, like, it's as hard as it gets when yeah. he came into the innings. It yeah. was, like, the pace of the game was so different to what he yeah. came in and had to tee off and couldn't. Right, let's find out a little bit more about our guest, I think, because, yeah. um, Josh, you, you've actually had a, a cricket career and now you've got this whole new career. Yeah, you know, really weird. It's social media career. So just, <laughs> just tell me about yourself and kind of how you ended up doing what you're doing now. So I obviously grew up in South Africa and I grew up with another friend of mine who's a YouTuber, some of you may have heard of, called Casper Lee. So we grew up as kids in a town called Nisner in South Africa. It's a tiny nice. town. Yeah, it's nice. nice. <laughs> have you ever been? No. no you've got to go. <laughs> Unbelievable. On the coast, just over Cape Town. It's great. And we used to make sort of home videos and, and put them on YouTube, and it was a bit of a joke. But as a kid, cricket was always my main thing. I played from as soon as I could walk, pretty much. I had a cricket bat in my hand. Played provincial level stuff all through age group cricket there which is the equivalent of county cricket and at the time when we were about 16 Casper was like I'm going to try and make a career out of out of making YouTube videos and I sort of said well you're crazy but <laughs> that's what he said he was going to do and now Casper has something like seven and a half million subscribers on YouTube so he he went and did that at the same time I was playing cricket so I'd spend six months of the year in South Africa playing at Western Province which is a you know, is a yeah, province in Cape Town nice yeah. Yeah, it's really, really. Table Mountain in the background, Beer Factory, Rebel Ground, best cricket ground in the world. <laughs> Great players. And then I'd spend six months of the year playing in the UK. While I was in the UK, I'd also make videos and mess about all my friends were YouTubers. Fast forward a few years, I'd been playing loads of cricket, and 2015, I was in the UK playing cricket, and I got glandular fever, which ruled me out for the rest of the cricket season. I had a flat in England for six months with nothing to do, started making more videos, they started doing well, and... I then became a YouTuber and never moved back to South Africa, and I've been here for four years now. But wow. in case the foreign officer listening, he does have a passport. It's tetchy at the moment, I'm not going to lie. The, the thing is with that, though, it's, it's, it's two, it's two for, for the people watching and listening to this, it's two really interesting career choices. You know, yeah. being a YouTuber, loads of people would love to be able to just make videos with their mates for a yeah. job, but also loads of people would love to play cricket. I feel so lucky that I've been able to to bring my career... It's almost gone full circle in that my dream was always to be a, a professional cricket player, and I, I was to an extent, but, you know, I never got to play a sort of international cricket, which was obviously my dream growing up. But then after doing YouTube a few years later, and I'm, I'm on a cricket show with, with Graham Swan, which for me is just, like, Thank surreal. So it. Come It's like this. I grew up watching him, obviously, and, and watching loads of cricket, and when I decided to go into YouTube, I gave up on cricket, but now I'm still getting to do cricket stuff yeah. with this career, which for me is just This incredible. is how the world throws people together, you see. Because yeah. when I did Strictly, Joe Sugg was on there, and Joe's a good mate of yours, yeah. isn't he? And I was round Joe's flat, which is tidy, by the way. YouTubers, <laughs> YouTubers have got the right idea. You know those people who said, don't do computers at schools for geeks? Idiots. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, what, were you? Thinking, yeah. what was I thinking playing cricket? <laughs> So I was at this flat and I was outside and I was talking to Josh and I recognised you. I recognised you from somewhere. I recognised this accent and you'd netted it the Oval. Yeah, 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 I had. I'd netted. So when I was playing, I'd play as an overseas professional in England, I'd go train with Surrey at the Oval and bowl to a few people. So I think I'd bowl to you when England maybe yeah. had a session there. So when England, before the game, they get lads who were playing the leagues and stuff to come and bowl. So I'd faced him before. I know, I know that face. I never forget a face I'm scared of. When he's <laughs> I was going to say, what was his yeah. pace like? 
It's good pace. Good, good height. Got good levers. Yeah, good levers. Good bounce. Limbs. Yeah. They okay. go out. Well, that's your bowling. What about your catching, both of you two? Was it, can you think of the greatest catch either of you's ever made? Greatest. I was a pretty good catcher, to be fair. <laughs> but, <laughs> but mostly it slipped. So, second tip. My favourite ever catch, actually, in an Ashes Test match, it was a Boxing Day. 2010, still my favourite day of cricket, by the yeah. way. We bowled first, bowled Australia out for 98, oh, and yeah. by the end of the day, we were 160 for none. Actually, my favourite ever bit of cricket commentary comes from that. David um, Bumble, yeah. David Lloyd. Legend. Um, so at the start of the day, it's like 97,000 people in the ground. And by the end, there were like 20,000. And the cameras pan around the ground. You're like, oh, here we go, oh, the MCG. Look, the Aussie crowd have come in fancy dress. They've all come as empty seats. <laughs> Brilliant. That's Absolutely cool. Um, uh, but in that game, I caught Ricky Ponting so off Chris Tremlett diving up in front of Andrew Strauss at first slip. It was his catchery, but I saw it. We had a rule on the slips. If you see it, you go for it. Yeah. So you never hesitate, never... Ooh. So if you think straight away that's mine, you just go for it all out. I remember just diving and took it reverse. It got really big and I caught it. And it looks brilliant on TV and they hardly show any replays. Normally you get a replay from every angle. <laughs> They're going so mad at Chris Tremlett and Strauss. They're like, oi, I caught that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still my favourite ever catch. Uh, I've got the worst catch I've ever had. We were playing a game. It was when I was in high school school and we were playing a, a cricket game. And it was one of those fields that had a few sort of bumps on the outfield. And the guy skied it, but about 20, 30 metres from me and I was sprinting to get it. And as I got my hands up and got to the ball, I just kicked like something in the ground and basically headbutted the ball and caught me right in the mouth. It was so, so painful. But yeah, and dropped the catch. It was very embarrassing. And I had like people, I had friends and family watching. It was horrible. Yeah. Horrible moment. But, uh, yeah. right, I, mean, I mean, I'm laughing at that situation. Yeah, not at your it was like with cricket spikes as well. I hit the heel and the spikes caught into the heel. It was just so horrible. Everything about it. Yeah, no, it wasn't wrong. nice. Yeah. It wasn't nice. Uh, well, the reason I'm asking you this question is because obviously we've seen a, a fantastic catch, probably one of the best My catches God. of all time from yeah. Ben Stokes. Sure. Sensational. I want to try and recreate this catch. I think we can. Yeah? Yeah. Well, we're going to go outside and we're going to try and do that now. You up for that? Yeah, I'm ready absolutely. for it. Let's, Let's go. go. I got the limbs. <sighs> Just for the purposes of the show, we're going to carry on playing cricket in the rain. Obviously, when it rains, only cricketers go inside for health and safety. Joe.co.uk cares not for health and safety. Seriously, do I have to do this? I haven't got spikes on. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is dangerous. Cricket players melt in the rain. That's why we go indoors. That's what people don't know. We melt. Was he like here and then he... That's it. Yeah, 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 that's it. He was like, so it's like that. So, boom, and then the roll like I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OK. It's not as easy as it looks, lads. That's all I'll say. Not as easy as it looks. Yeah. OK, here we go. Oh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> that was that was better than Stokesy's. That was better. Can I say, bit of a grass stand to prove it. Sorted. Can we go have a beer now? It's, uh, it's raining quite a bit. That's a wrap. That is a wrap. Brilliant. Right. Well, we've come back inside, and I've got to say, Josh, unbelievable Ooh, stuff, mate. Yeah. Come on, Joshy. Unbelievable. I can't believe it either. It That's was the, the, you know... Better same, than Stokes. Same hair colour. So I felt it in my blood that I could do it, so I went for it, and there it was. You need to give up YouTube and get back to the cricket, get, mate. Yeah, I think so. Do you want to swap? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, right, you are watching and listening to Swanee's Cricket Show on Joe together with Rubicon. We'll be here each week throughout the World Cup and the Ashes, so make sure you join us. Now, the TKO boys were in New York ahead of the Anthony Joshua fight, which... Uh, Incredible fight, incredible result. And later this week, you can hear the first of their interviews from the Big Apple with two-weight world champion Heather Hardy. The only way that I actually broke onto the scene was I sold a bunch of tickets. I used to tell my promoter, Lou, like, put me on the show, I guarantee you $10,000 in tickets. I will sell you, hand them to me, I'll sell them. And I was making like an $800 purse to do these fights and selling 10, 15 grand in tickets. And I did it all the way up until I went 15 and 0. And that's kind of what prompted my switch to MMA because I was 15 and 0. I was defending my WBC title at the Barclays Center and I sold $40,000 in tickets, right? That's like over 250 seats I, I filled for this fight. And they put me on first before the doors even opened and I was defending my title. I was doing a 10 round fight I made under $7,000 and I sold 40 grand in tickets. Ugh. And they put, and I had to make my ring walk with nobody there to clap their hands. That was Heather the Heat Hardy on TKO. And next week, the boys have put something very special together for us on the podcast. So I'm very much looking forward to hearing and watching that. This is Swanee's Cricket Show with me, Nick Bright, Graham Swan, of course. And Josh Peters is Woo! here as well. Come on, guys. Come on. We'll talk about England's defeat to Pakistan in a moment, so gear yourselves up for that, guys. I know um, Swanee's going to have a lot to say about that, and probably Josh as well. He'll probably Just... enjoy it more than I did. Yeah. I'm <laughs> England on my second team now in the World Cup. Yeah, me too. I was singing... <laughs> it's Pakistan in my favourite team. In the Football World Cup, I was singing It's Coming Home because South Africa weren't in it. So, yeah. And I'm almost there. I mean, totally different sport, but fair <laughs> but enough. Yeah, I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll one of the things, though, with the uh, result, you, you want to go and go on. We're going to do something, but go on, go on. I thought you just it's your it. show. It's called Swanee's Cricket Show. You're right. in the middle. You know, after that first game against South Africa, I generally thought there's going to be like a wave of euphoria about cricket in this country. We've played that well in this yeah. game. And even though it's not, you know, quite got going yet, there was a, like, a massive screen in Nottingham City Centre and people were like, stopping mm. and watching yeah. the cricket. And I thought, this, people are going to seriously start believing, like that feeling of, like, that crazy feeling that England were going to win the Football World Cup. But we all really believed and it. And then. We lost to Pakistan. <laughs> and honestly, yesterday I felt like my balloon just all the air went out of it. But I've got, I've got home. I've got the puncture repair kit out, and I'm going to pump it back up. I'm Very sure good. you'll be able to. I'm sure you'll be able to. Come on, come on. I've, I've got a question for you guys. Do you want to know the ins and outs of Owen Morgan's life? Oh, yes. do I? I've always wanted to know that actually. Well, so have I. I can tell you right now. Um, it's time for a minute with Morgan. See what we did there. Brought to you by Rubicon, the official soft drink for England cricket. Hi, I'm Owen Morgan, and this is A Minute with Morgan. Your time starts now. Cricket. Wicket. Lords. Best place in the world. Ashes. Feisty. Playing for England. Everything. It means everything. Umpire. Questionable. Sledging. Australia. Greatest achievement. Uh, playing cricket for England. Favourite feature. Stubble, you've got good stubble. My eyes. Yeah, you've got nice eyes, yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Okay. Uh, worst feature? I'm short. Yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, Favourite film? Uh, American Gangster. Worst habit? Oh, I'm messy. Music? You uh, too. Food? Italian. Crisps? Flame grilled barbecue. TV programme? Mm, Homes Under the Hammer. Cartoon? Uh, Batman. First Crush? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Holiday destination? Barbados. Hobby? Horse racing. Fear? Yeah, FOMO. Fear of missing out. Ultimate dream? Uh, to win the World Cup. 
would love that. Sort of man, Owen, smashed it. Thanks, mate. Good luck in the summer, mate. Cheers, thank you. Come on. Come on, Minnie Morgan. Home's under the hammer, though. I mean... I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Home's under the hammer is essential daytime television. As a sportsman, you get a lot of time at home, you see. You're in the home a lot when most people are out of work. And so you see the obscure TV shows like Home's <laughs> Under the Hammer that only students and sportsmen watch, I tell you. It is a brilliant show. What, what have you made of Dion Dublin uh, being um, a late addition to the presenting lineup? I don't think Dion's added to the show. I don't think he's taken away. <laughs> he's just I don't, kept I don't, it going. I don't really feel it when Dion talks about plasterboard and stuff. I don't think he knows what he's talking about, <laughs> right. personally. But he's a, he's a very amiable character, so I buy into oh, it. Oh, harsh yeah. critique of the... Like, no, 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 I buy into it. <laughs> I like the other one that you were saying, you said, I hate being short, but then who has been interviewed by was actually short. Oh, no, <laughs> don't pick on Rocket. <laughs> well, don't don't listen, pick on Rocket. This, this is the perfect time for me to uh, thank Rocket for his questions, but also introduce him. Rocket, come and get, oh, get, get in here. Get in here, Rocket. Get in here. Because yes, we're going to do a minute with Swanee now. So Rocket's got some questions. Oh, I like it. I and have. he's going to bang these out. So I'm going to let him just do that. OK. Do you want to hear a do 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 I'll just get it in my ear. Boo! OK. Right, okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. OK. You, you don't always have to be low. You can no, be it feels better. This feels, this feels natural. <laughs> it feels more right. OK. Your time starts now. Cricket World Cup. England. The Oval. Sorry. Best bowler. Shane Warne. Best batter. Brian Lara. Best ever cricketer. Gary Sobers. Worst ever cricketer. <laughs> My mum. Career highlight. Winning the Ashes three times. Three. Career low light. Having to leave the Ashes because I was injured. Injured, that's better. Film. Casablanca. TV programme. A-Team. Music. Indie. Song. L live Forever. 36. Animal. Cat. Car. Oh, Lamborghini. Food. Fish and chips. Dessert. Oh, creme caramel. Crisps. Lamb and Mint. Cartoon. Roadrunner. TV soap. 15 left. Uh, Neighbours. Holiday Destination. Maldives. Best feature. Chin. Worst feature. Chin. <laughs> Worst habit. Biting my nails. Hobby. Train spot. Four. Celebrity crush. Three. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Scared of. One. It's cockroaches. It's cockroaches. Oh, it's time. Oh. Scared of cockroaches. Absolutely smashed it. Well done. Smashed it. Well done, mate. And also, go, go, Rocket. That's, a, that's a real right. rocket. I tell you, I, the, the quicker the question gets, I felt under serious pressure yeah, to get the right that. answer, and they were my answers. Well, did <laughs> the England cricket team have a sort of poster of Scarlett Johansson up in the dressing room or something that both you and Morgan did said? Did I say Scarlett Johansson? You said Scarlett Johansson. You know yeah. why? Because I couldn't think of Jennifer Lawrence's name quickly. <laughs> <laughs> my wife once accused me of having an affair with Jennifer Lawrence. She won't mind me saying this. I got a phone up saying... No, no, I got a phone up saying... What are you doing? There's a picture of another woman that's come up on iCloud. I was like, what? <laughs> this is before I knew what iCloud was. I said, like, what are you talking about? I don't get pictures of girls on my phone. And it was Jennifer Lawrence. You know, when she got her thing ha account hacked and everything, and she said, whoever this woman is, she's on our couch at home. <laughs> Admittedly, the couch was very similar that she was kneeling on. The family portraits of someone else's family were different, though, which I think should have given it away. Right, and well, she was blinded by anger. We're not cutting this bit out. It's Swanee's show. I, I was just, <laughs> that's a true story. That is a true story. I was just about to say, I don't know if this will make the cut. That will make the cut. This is making the I'm cut. I'm just impressed you know what iCloud is. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't. <laughs> until, trust me, I didn't until then. <laughs> it may make the cut, it may not. Right, anyway, let's go back to the cricket, which will definitely make the cut. Swanee's cricket show. Let, let's Jennifer talk. Lawrence. <laughs> Let's talk about England. What oh. happened? Come on, Swanee, what went wrong? What what was going on? Right, so what went wrong, I think Josh hit the nail on the head earlier when he said about South Africa batting first. 
England should have batted first yesterday at Trent Bridge, yeah. where they always they've, they've got two world records set in massive totals. Mm. I think they should have batted first, got four hundred. I know they say they like chasing, but I do think it's different in a World Cup. I think scoreboard pressure counts. And let's face it, Pakistan, I promised my little boy that I'd go home early. I'd be home early from the cricket yesterday after watching them against the West Indies. They were that bad. I said, mate, I'll be home for five o'clock when you get back from school and we'll go scootering in the garden. It'll be great fun. He was devastated when I got home at eight o'clock. England had lost and Dad was late. I was like, <laughs> I'm so sorry, mate. They turned up today and they were brilliant, Pakistan. So uh, you can't take anything away from them. They had the game of their lives. Yeah. But I think England had the chance to control the game by batting first and they didn't. Do you think it. that this has thrown a bit of a spanner in the works that... I'm not going to say people expected England to walk it, but, yeah. you know, England were overwhelming favourites coming into, into the tournament. And do you think now, seeing that they can be defeated... And also, Pakistan, it wasn't like a crushing defeat, but they got a lot of runs on the board. No, and a big, it was a big win. That, yeah. For Pakistan. So, yeah. does this prove that England aren't invincible in this Absolutely. tournament? Absolutely. Yeah, the biggest thing is, after the South Africa game, people believed even more that England were the real deal. And I did as well. I thought it might be a bit overhyped before that game at the Oval. But beating South Africa by 100 runs. Mm. South Africa, they're not a vintage South African team. They're still a good side. Yeah. So we've got some very good cricketers and we smashed them. So I was thinking, right. hang on. <laughs> I was thinking, hang on. And we just destroyed Pakistan four times in yeah. a bilateral series. And then it was, it was a spanner in the works. It does show that anyone can beat anybody else. But more than ever, you can never, ever write off the men in green. No. And what do you think, because you, you probably know a lot of those England players, I'm guessing, you know, um, what do you feel like they will be thinking at the moment? You know, who's the person who will be the most upset? Who's the person that will be the most upbeat? You know, all of that stuff. Yeah. That's what I want to well, know. Well, I think Owen Morgan will be the most level-headed, which is good. He's a skipper. Yeah. You saw him on that minute with Morgan. He is level-headed. He's a great bloke. He won't let anyone get too down in the dumps about it. He'll just still try and instil self-belief in everybody. Mm. The problem is when people get back to their hotel rooms on their own, yeah. Whether Moe and Ali will get back to his room, about thinking about his back and say, oh, I couldn't get it away, I hope that doesn't happen again. And you've got Roy and Archer as well, obviously. Yeah, who... and Besto yeah. as well, at the, at the top of the order. Um, Besto and Roy have both been out to a leg spin in the first two games. Are they thinking, oh, mm. we're going to get leg spin now? If they start to question themselves and doubt themselves, England are very beatable. If they still believe and have the self-belief they've had over the last few years playing at home, no-one can beat us then they're still favourites. At the same time, they said it was the first World Cup game ever where there'd been two centuries and that team who scored the two centuries had lost. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't like... They still lovely did... stat! Lovely yeah, stat! Hang on, lovely <laughs> stat! Come on, you can't just drop a lovely stat in like that. that. I hey. heard them say that yesterday, but it's true. I mean, that is incredible, that two of yeah. them scored hundreds. Uh, Butler's 100 was, what, in the 70-something balls? Yeah. It's ridiculous. I... Here's another stat thrown Here in. Here we go. That was, so he scored nine centuries for England. That was only his seventh quickest. <laughs> Wow, OK. 75 balls. That's just how good Josh Butler is. That's his ridiculous. quickest yeah. out of nine. Wow. That's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, that's a great If start. I was an England fan, I wouldn't be too upset about it. I think Pakistan just had a day, and luckily yeah. it happened in the second game of the group stage and not in a quarter-final or semi-final, yeah. which, as a South African fan, I've seen happen all too many times. <laughs> like what against... is it actually like in South Africa? You know, the, the rest of the world have this joke about yeah. the choke in South Africa. I thought you were going to ask if we have cars and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> do you have colour televisions? <laughs> yeah, that's news. If we get a Kiwi on, I'll do that. Do you have, like, a working radio? <laughs> do you sort of... Um, no, in South Africa, because yeah. the rest of the world is always like... World yeah. Cup time. How is it actually viewed in South Africa? Is that like an embarrassing tag or is yeah, it a fair tag? 
The thing is, the last World Cup we went out against New Zealand, I don't know if they choked so much, but New Zealand just played an incredible game. Yeah. What's that player's name? He's actually South African Grant originally. Elliot. Grant Elliott. <laughs> I mean, it was just one of those things yeah. where they did that. But the problem with the World Cup is it's once every four years, yeah. and at the knockout stage, if you lose a match, you lose a match, and, and you're out. Yeah. So it is very easy to give them that tag. I think... They do deserve it because of what happened in the 2003 World Cup. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen where we needed one run off one uh, ball yeah. and we blocked it because yeah, there was a lack of communication yeah. between the dressing room and, and the players oh, on the field. Oh, that was one in Durban, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, Duckworth-Lewis. Yeah, exactly. With yeah. The run. And then there was the other... The other before Duckworth-Lewis, I think it was against England, where we were sort of on track to win the game and it rained and then all of a sudden we needed 37 yeah. runs off one ball or something. What year was that? I was like... That must be 1999. 90, what, 99, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like we haven't had the greatest luck in World Cups, but at the same time, we haven't taken the initiative and really gone for it. And I feel like there's a bit of a loser's attitude at the moment with the South African cricket team, which is annoying to see. At the opening ceremony, they were talking to all the captains on stage. And I love Fuff Duplessis, he's a great player. But on stage, Freddie Flintoff said to him, you've got England in your first match. What do you think? And he went, oh, yeah, we're obviously the underdogs, but we're going to try our best. And I was just like... It's a very good fact yeah. impression, by the <laughs> but way. Yeah. Very, very good. Very I couldn't... Do the rest of the show like that. No, you, these, these YouTubers are good at stuff like that. Carry on. How, how can you say that the day before you're about to play yeah. England in your opening World Cup match? I'll just never understand it. And it's not like we're massive underdogs to England. It's yeah. South Africa. And that really irritated me. What irritated me more is it was a summer's day in England and he was wearing a scarf yeah. on stage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, you've, you got, you've got the tag of being chokers. We've got the tag that it's always cold and rainy. Yeah. Yeah. And so when the World Cup ceremony comes on, in amongst some beautiful weather, what happens? Rains but and it's freezing. How weird was that, though? Um, all the beaches are standing there with the scarf from, I think, like... It completed the outfit. 2007. <laughs> Rugby World Cup, I think I've just got to say as well, Swanee, your, your uh, bumble impression was pretty good if we're Thank sticking you. with Very good, yeah. Thank you. Uh, no, I mentioned it at the time. Didn't get a clap for it or anything. But <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Rocket. I, I'm thinking maybe, because we're going to move outside in a few moments' time to, to, to the Batfast machine, yeah. maybe you could commentate as Bumble. Mm. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. Fast. Um, right, let's move out there anyway, because we've got the Batfast machine. Come on, let's go. Come on, boys. Right, Jason from Backfast, what are we expecting for Swanee and Josh? So I think after Pakistan's performance yesterday, it's only fair to test the guys out with some hostile pace bowling inspired by Wahab Riaz. Hostile pace, do you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> now, <laughs> no, no, I just want to remind you that hostile Pakistani pace bowling was Wazim Akram against me last week. I mean, we can go through military media Mark Elam at any point, I'm more than happy. That's all <laughs> I'm Unfortunately, saying. no candy. What I think we should do first, though, before we fire up the machine, is I think, Swanee, you should bowl a delivery at Josh, and yeah. then Josh should return the favour. OK, I'm yeah? happy to do that. All right, so let's, let's get this show on the road, then. Swanee, you get down here, you bowl a delivery. Josh, good luck, mate. You got it. Woo! And I'll get out of the way. Do you turn it still, do you reckon? Yeah, I do with these. A lot. You turn it a Josh, bit. Josh, back, I'll turn you. You ready for this? Yeah, I don't yeah. want to get slapped. Oh, nice. Oh, well fielded. You see that form, It's a lovely. Lovely. Lovely V's. Lovely angles. It did turn in nicely. Lovely bit of turn. Right. Thanks. You see, I played you with respect. I'd expect the same back. Now, Josh, before you go, it's worth pointing out to everybody, potentially people that aren't watching this, who might be listening to it, you are very tall. Yes. And there's a net above you. And your hand hits the net. Yeah. So be careful. I will be careful. I think if I... So that net is probably about eight foot high. It's nowhere near low. It's way too low for Josh. <laughs> it's it's tall, fast. Shall I try a Malinga? Crouch down a little go. bit. Oh, oh lovely. Oh, it's lovely. just lovely. 
Nailed it. That's one of the best shots I've ever played. That was in real my nice. Life. I won't lie to you. <laughs> I put my foot there and the ball happened to be in the right place. <laughs> That's what it feels like to be a real batsman, I reckon. <laughs> He always does himself with the service. He was quite good. He wasn't yeah, good bad as a yeah. Right, um, I enjoyed that. So, who are we facing then? Which bat-fast superstar have you got for us? We'll have Riaz. You will have Riaz. OK. You don't want to change? You can go for any right-arm, medium happy, paces. Happy, happy with that. Another left-arm Pakistani fast bowler. Yeah, yeah. great. Get Brilliant. up there. Brilliant. Two for you, nice Swanee. Two for me? Yeah, there's two coming for you now. Go on, mate. That's good a nice luck. bat, by the way. A lovely pick-up. No hold it. Here we go. We're firing up the machine. I know the crowd are getting involved. Oh, it's really cranking up. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> I was only joking back fast. Why is it sounds like an aeroplane taking off. Why is the controller right, snarling at me right now? <laughs> oh, my God. Hang on. Well, it's I growling. can see it pointing down. Oh, this is going to be a bouncer. I can see it pointing down. It sounds like a Concorde. Don't break my arm. Here we go. Come on, Elway. What you got? What you got? <laughs> is that who you got, son? Nowhere near. That is so fast. I'm glad I'm not left-handed. That would have hit me straight in the... Hey, come on, then. Right, so that's one. What's no, on? Here we go. That's silly. I'm going to try and hit this one. Oh, oh my God! So fast. <laughs> that's so fast. Fresh air. Now, I've faced Wahab Riaz, and I can tell you, for the record, he is nowhere near as quick as that. Right, Swanee, you're out. Josh, you're up. Now, Josh, you've got the... You've had the added benefit of seeing this twice. I didn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Am glad I facing one over there too? Yeah, I'm so glad I don't have to do this and I just stand down this end. That's true. Here we go. Come on, Josh. Come on, Joshy. Oh! I mean, oh, this, yeah, no one has ever bowled this speed. <laughs> Here we go, second chance. Is one of you actually going to be able to hit it? No. You have to start swinging before he lets go of it, I reckon. Yeah. Come on, Josh, you're back, can you? Big square cut. Here we go, Josh. Oh, oh he's hit it! He's hit it! Come on, man! That even came back in at him as well. He's hit it! Is that all right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. He's not injured. No, it. off the glove. I've I I got well, one there. This is obviously not the full length pitch. If someone could actually bowl that speed, Whatever team he played for, even if it was, like, I don't know, Nairobi or something, if they had him as a bowler, they would win the World Cup. Yeah, you, could, you had to swing before the ball yeah. was shot out of the machine. It's literally impossibly fast. Right, we need to play Urban Cryptionary, um, so we're going to go and get ready for that. Yeah. And also, the machine is still making a lot of noise, and we're standing in a prime yeah, position yeah. to get whacked. Oh, don't worry. <laughs> so, right, we're exploring Rubicon's Urban Cryptionary, uncovering some of the weird and wonderful terminology from the world of cricket. So, six deliveries. Got you. That are going to come at you, Josh, while I've got six questions. Uh, I'm going to read out the description and you have to tell me what the cricket associated word is. Okay. Great. Whilst facing some of the greatest what? deliveries ever bowled by. Uh, of course. Me. <laughs> is this coming from you? I don't know. I think it might be. Well, we're going to crank up the machine and once that goes, I'll read you the first description. Right, let's do this. Here we go. A very easy catch is a dolly. No, as a, yeah, yeah, it's a dolly. It's a dolly. dolly. We'll do. It's a dolly. We'll take that. Here we go. Australian rhyming slang referring to a six. Shot, Josh. A referring to a six. Yeah. Uh, a, I don't know. <laughs> um, pass, pass. All right, okay, that one's gone. Mediocre bowling. Oh, Josh, the batsman Josh, could help himself in the manner of a self-service cafeteria. Donkey drop. Dolly. No. no. Lolly. No. 
Folly. No. Polly. Um, I'll give you a clue. One of the words is bowling. Bowling buffet. Yes. There we go. Here we go. The running out of a non-striking batsman who leaves his crease before the bowler has released the ball. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Should uh, be banned. Quick, quick. quick. Uh, passed. He's passed. Should be banned. Right. A score of 111. Uh, a Nelson. Yes. And Put the I've got one more. I've got one more. Here we go. A cricketer that loves cricket. That is the end of that. <sighs> well played, sir. Well played. Disappointing. You got two right and you were bold, mate. I mean... It gets hard, you know. It really distracts you while you're in there. It's not looking good for you. I know. Put the bells back on. Right. They're not easy, though. Right, Swanee. Yeah. Swanee, okay. you've got two to beat. Okay, because okay? you're the reigning champion as well. I did beat Ishigu, didn't I? You won last week as well, so I was kind of hoping you was going to lose, to be honest with you. I still might. Let's fire up the machine, and once we're good to go, I'll read out your first description. Okay. Go on then, Warney. Let's have you. A ball with a very high trajectory. Donkey Johnson. Yes. <laughs> you only got to get one more now. <laughs> well, they were. This isn't Warney's greatest over ever. The machine's gone buzz. <laughs> Here we go. An easy ball to hit by a batsman. Or to catch my fielder. A lolly. Already level. I think you're going to get creamed here, Josh, mate. I'm not going to lie. I can't hit the ball, though. That's <laughs> He made up a lot of the cricket terminology. Yeah. <laughs> a batting shot played by flicking the ball through the air on the leg side. A whip. Made famous by Emma Stoney. Oh, helicopter shot. Yeah, I have to give him a hint. No, no. Dismissal for naught from the first ball. A golden duck. This is what is this bowling? Have you even hit one? No, I've been nowhere near. What well, is sure, this bowling? We should be deducting you points. This must be Shane Warne bowling. <laughs> a notional narrow area. Corridor of uncertainty. <laughs> I didn't even read any words. A notional right. narrow area. There's only one. Uh, a batsman who tries to hit every ball for six is a slogger. Well, that's six out of six. Good Thank you Six very out much. of six for Swanee. And I hit one ball with a backward defensive. What this Wait. is? If this is Shane Warne bowling, I tell you what, these are. Worst leg spinner who's ever played. <laughs> the greatest spinner in the history of the game has been turned into someone bowling pies in the dark so you can't hit it. Right. Swanee, well done. You've won Urban Crictioner again for a second week. Thanks, Congratulations. Thanks, Josh. That wasn't easy, though. Thank uh, you for coming on. That's right. Commiserations, you didn't win. But, I know. You know. Kind of used to that. As it is difficult to beat. <laughs> it is World Cup time. You know? Yeah, exactly. I'm just getting into the Any spirit of the time of, of the year, it's pandemic. Look, I was the underdog. <laughs> right, I'm so, sorry to break up this, this loving that's happening here. Right. But we're out of time. It's over. The show is done. Oh, thank man. you for watching, of course. Josh, thank you for coming on. Thank it's been you amazing. Me. Um, Thanks, make sure you enjoy the um, World Cup this week. It, it's been amazing so far. We've had drama, we've had upsets, and I can feel some more on the way. We'll be back next week, of course, with Swanee's Cricket Show, myself and Swanee. And don't forget, the TKO boys are on the road with Heather Hardy this Thursday. We'll be back next week! You've been listening to Swanee's Cricket Show on Joe, together with Rubicon.